reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Welcome once again to the Doom Patrol podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me as always is Murray Fox. And this week we're looking at Doom Patrol number 109 from February 1967. Ooh, 67. Yes. Another couple of years now. I'll actually be born. <laughs> oh, my dear. <laughs> yes. Alrighty, so we got a checkerboard cover there across the top we got a big blue monster scaly monster chained up to the wall <laughs> we've got what have we got we got uh larry and mento going at it and uh rita is on the cover telling them to uh, stop their stupid scrapping mandrin yeah. breaking free uh-huh. Boy, Larry really looks like he's got a clobber on him. He's got <laughs> the big, huge fist. <laughs> no kidding. All he needs is like a Thor hammer in that hand. It's just <laughs> sad. He's got a hammer point into it. Had a big dent in that helmet. <laughs> totally. Totally. All righty. Diving in. So when we last left, it appeared that the entire Doom Patrol was deceased. Yeah. They were... Walked into the uh, headquarters of the bad guy and and bald. It looks like they're all dead, and yeah, he's crying like a girl. <laughs> Did you hear me, Grandpa? Some. <laughs> I said they're all dead. All of them dead. Joke. <laughs> Don't you have something clever to say? Aren't you going to quote Shakespeare or the Greeks or something? Some. You big lousy pony. Oh, poor beast boy. Poor little guy. <laughs> Go ahead, get it out of your system, he says. You'll feel better. <laughs> Remember one thing. Those wonderful people weren't just my friends. They were like my children. What do you think they were to me? A guy who hardly had any parents. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I know, but I should have seen this, but oh, I failed. I failed. No, this must stop. There are precious minutes left to see if we, the impossible can be done. And I'm wasting them on self-pity. If I fail, I'll have an eternity more than them. He, he beats up his own chair. Is that <laughs> it? Yeah, he is going at that chair. Listen, boy, and listen carefully. Every second that ticks away robs, a, robs us of this slim chance. Tell me if the weapon's still there. Yeah, I see it. Good, we'll need that. Change yourself into a gorilla, the biggest, strongest ape conceivable. And load those bodies onto the rocket. <laughs> All right. So he turns into a green-faced gorilla and chucks everybody into the uh, rocket ship. That is some gorilla face, too. It's kind of green, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. And uh, so he gets them all on. <laughs> even Robot Man, even though he's very heavy. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of slings Robot Man by the leg. He says, I don't get it, Pop. What can we do with him now? Dead is dead. He says, not so, boy. <laughs> dead <laughs> is dead. <laughs> not in the DC universe, man. <laughs> it turns out your friend is almost dead. 
Master Dead is still alive. <laughs> Which is basically what he says. Absolutely. The individual cells of the body remain alive for some time after a person is declared dead. That's why there's still a chance of restoring life. So he brings them back to Doom, Doom Patrol H, the uh, headquarters, HQ. Mm-hmm. And they put them under glass and under ice. <laughs> Cryogenic in the life cabinet to slow the process of dying so that he has uh, time to pick the weapon apart and see if he can come up with an antidote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, exhausting hours go by. He's taking the whole thing apart. He's like, I don't know. I made a strange discovery. This weapon was only used at half power and that slew them. The alien brains that devised it were beyond Earth intelligence. It's a complete puzzle to me. I'm beaten, boy. Ooh, you don't hear him say that often. I know. And then there's a ooh. <laughs> Sounded like it came from the human freeze box, but they couldn't. They're all dead. And the robot man says, Think again, beast rat. <laughs> she would be dead, I guess, but I'm not. I hear sounds, Robot Man's voice. I'm alive. <laughs> Whiskers, they're probably all alive. Get them out of there. <laughs> they're getting frostbit. So they let them out of the thing, and woohoo, it's a grand old reunion. That's we're right. dancing around and meant to swing and read around recklessly. <laughs> Those heels are going to gout Larry's thighs. <laughs> they're going to cut someone, man. No kidding. Or they're going to fly off and... Poke someone's eye, man. <laughs> Airplane and beast boy. <laughs> Look at the perspective there. That is wild. He's <laughs> <laughs> leaning way back, or, or beast boy is going to become very, very tiny. Yeah, he's like as big as his elbow there. <laughs> huh. Eh, eh. Well, you know, Permiandi's good, but sometimes the composition of a panel just takes some creative... Anatomy. Exactly. Create perspective. <laughs> so, it turns out that they're only not dead because somebody turned down the gun. Ooh. Somebody who must have been one of the Brotherhood of Evil. Who could it be? Who would not want them dead? We will see. Up to you, the head, Paris headquarters of the Brotherhood. Gargoax is uh, <laughs> All right. Why so? Have we not accomplished our ultimate goal? Destruction of the Doom Patrol? <laughs> oh, we, that is true, Gargoax. I was thinking only of the last remaining one, the chief. We have, we have taken everything from him. He is a brilliant man, that chief. The world has seen few like him. Even we must concede that. Somebody's got a crush. <laughs> yes, Gargwax is not liking that. Look at that face, man. <laughs> he looks like he looks like uh, oh, Mel, the cook from Alice. <laughs> think, uh, what's his name? He totally does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't Dick remember. Tabat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick Tabat. That's it. <laughs> Yes, me would use that great mind to kill you and a fast, stupid woman. He is as dedicated to our destruction as we are to his. That's not true. He just wants to go to jail. That's right. There's no destroying him. <laughs> Meanwhile, bloopity bloop. Mm-hmm. 
What is this, Madame Rouge? Have you forgotten all that I have taught you? That we were born to be rulers of men? I have not forgotten. It is only that I am tired, terribly tired. I must rest. I must. <laughs> and it's like, oh, do you detect a crack in the Brotherhood's armor? You bet your back copies you do. And it's going to prove a Lulu one day soon. All right. A Lulu. <laughs> Lulu. I think that's good. I'm not sure. <laughs> Having not been around in the 60s, I can't say for sure, but it sounds like something that might be good. I think it's a good thing. So, back at Doom Patrol HQ. So, you believe the brother, one of the Brotherhood deliberately saved us? But which one and why? He's like, I have a theory. Of course he does. <laughs> but I prefer not to discuss it now. At any rate, we have more important things to do. There's an amusing drama that we're about to play. <laughs> right now, the Brotherhood is celebrating your deaths and making great plans based on them. Now, we wouldn't want them to change those plans... Huh? But we're not dead, Chief. So how can we make them? I meant there was a few metal idiots. He wants us to play dead. So of course, when he says idiot, Larry gets all up. That's right. We don't need any of your rich man's insults, idiot. Really? That's a rich man insult. That's not anybody can use that one. <laughs> not in the '60s, man. You'd have to have bucks to use the uh, idiot right. word. <laughs> you can't afford it, sir. That's right. You needed moolah to throw around the word idiot. <laughs> Hmm. I don't need any of your lip about how much money I've got, so just keep it shut. Try and shut me. So you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> Bops him in the face. <laughs> Knocks him out. There he's like, hey, you want to fight? Take that stupid helmet off and we'll fight. That's right. It's a throwdown, man. You want to fight? Fight me. Them's mm, fighting words. <laughs> so he goes, takes the helmet off and goes in for a fight. Mm. There he punches him in the face and knocks him down. <laughs> so what's going on? God, all roadhouse in this thing. <laughs> yeah, a little back and forth, a little back and forth, boom, boom, and then Cliff jumps in and says, Hey, knock it off. If anybody's going to kill anybody, I'm the guy. I can cancel both of you with one finger each. Stop it with the kitty hour. <laughs> <laughs> and Rita and the chief get look on him with disapproval. So tomorrow your death will be confirmed in a matter none can question so they rig up a whole fake funeral, big uh, entourage of, of uh, limousines and uh, hearses. Yeah. <laughs> Filled with flowers. <laughs> That's like a truckload of flowers, man. Yeah, I don't know what's good. It's like hearse, pickup truck full of greenery. <laughs> hearse, pickup truck full of greenery. Huh. Well. Oh, look at this. I know. Well, this seems awesome. <laughs> so Beast, Beast Boy is like, ah, ha, ha, they're all, they're all still back at home. That's awesome. It makes me, it makes me laugh. And <laughs> Chief is like, wipe that grin off your face or I'll break your seat up with the back of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and he's glancing uh, at him on the side of his eyes there. It's <laughs> you know, he's like, you're not my dad. <laughs> okay, I'll still bust you open. Oh, womp, yeah. <laughs> ah, the 60s one is okay to do things like that. That's right. So, though the fabricated funeral has the desired effect in uh, Brotherhood headquarters, they, are. they go, ha ha. <laughs> we are ready to move against the bearded one. Without his precious doom patrol, he is helpless. I am not so certain, Monsieur Brain. His fantastic mind is always a danger. 
This is not kindergarten teacher we must face. <laughs> no. Precisely why I have waited so long to unveil my ultimate weapon. The plastic slaves were but a toy compared to what I have in mind. Follow me into the main laboratory. <laughs> they go into a room and there's a bunch of robots throwing other robots into a vat. Oh my gosh, it's robot. What do you call it? Robot aside? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and great aside? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, what do you. Yeah. So all these plastic men are throwing other plastic men into the vat, and they're melting down, melting down, and suddenly out of the vat comes dun da 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 Andred, rise, Mandred, your hour has come. Mandred hears, Mandred obeys, Mandred is the executioner. <laughs> oh, he's a very dramatic that Mandred. He is. Scaly. Got a couple of claws there. Yeah. I can't stop seeing Greg Rex's payback now. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he says the best defense is a good offense. Uh, let's see. Later at DP headquarters, it's out there, isn't it, Chief? Whatever super-duper destroyer the Brotherhood of Evil dreamed up is coming for us now. Yes, boy, and we are the bait. Courage, son. I'm not scared. I know, boy. You've got the guts of your father. Among my father, you knew him? Briefly, we studied together. He was the most brilliant medical researcher I... Wait, that's it. The first radar warning. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-huh. So they go to the control panel. Whatever's out there. It's right <laughs> in the walls. <laughs> wow, you can do that? You can just build, like, big steel walls that just come up out of the sidewalk? <laughs> totally. Wow. It's all in the name of uh, protection there. Man's home is his castle. <laughs> well, if they didn't know you're in there now, before they do now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hopefully no one was walking on the sidewalks when these <laughs> <laughs> when the ginormous cement walls came. Uh, they'll deal with the, the lawsuit afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> know you now that this is Mandred, monarch of all living things, born of no man, tamed by no weapon. Watch you now as thy feeble fortress falls to my matchless power. <laughs> he steps on he a car. Expresses <laughs> a car with his foot. And he's got a, looks like an electrified baby rattle. Pull it out. Yes. And he just melts right through the wall. He's a it's beast. Some sort of nuclear, I know, it's some sort of nuclear energy supplied by that metal rod flowing through his entire body. He's melted three feet of steel. Time to signal the others. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no return signal. <laughs> and that thing burned through the wall. It must have shorted half the electric circuits in the place. Oh, dear. That is rough. And I've got a dartboard with a brain right in the middle there. <laughs> <laughs> into a merry plant darts. <laughs> you owe me $300,000 now. <laughs> what? Like, hey, did you guys hear something from upstairs? Nah, it's fine. <laughs> Mento accuses Larry of cheating. Listen, you big time gamblers, I've signaled him three times now and no answer. I say something stinks up there. Let's go. And 
just as Mandrake's huge claw comes crashing through the wall. Start thinking, boy. <laughs> See now how the last feeble veil enshrouding you is torn away. Your trained freaks too are dead. Nothing more exists to protect you, bearded fool. <laughs> Harsh language. Yes. Harsh, and yet he's got that elegant. The horse beard. Yeah. <laughs> As the giant artificial being moves in for the kill, she busts out the action chair. That's right. Uh, I guess it's flamethrower. It's something, yeah. Some sort of. Uh, it anyway. It looks like it's supposed to be fire, maybe. I'm not sure. Napalm, gel. Cotton candy, maybe. Uh, yeah, something hot, man. It's some sort of <laughs> bubbly hot. hot fresh off the presses. Okay. <laughs> yes. Eat your way out of that, Mandred. Yeah. <laughs> it won't stop him. All we bought was a few seconds of time for surprise. And a couple of He's candies. really scared of it, whatever it is. <laughs> That's right. Well, that much cotton candy in the face? Come on. That is a lot. Yeah, he's got those. There's not much in the way of teeth anyway. <laughs> He's got to protect what he's got left. That's right. That's like a super sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the elevator shaft below, <laughs> uh, there he sends Native Man up. More cliff is climbing while climbing cables. <laughs> he gets up there and, oh, he attacks Mandred. But Mandred says, The energy being loose. I was instructed that all were dead. But it makes no difference to Mandred. Points the baby rattle at him. Neighbor <laughs> man's getting all wonky. Gives him a little zap. Yeah, he's all all floppy and <laughs> comes back down the elevator shaft to go back to Larry. Meanwhile, Chris May's at the top of the elevator shaft. He goes in for the attack. Oh, so he goes in and gives him a double drop kick to the gut, right in the bread basket. That's right. Right. He says. That takes him down for a second. <laughs> he's still got that baby rattle and he smashes him in the gut with it Ooh. and then so Cliff tries a uh, tackle to take him off his feet <laughs> gets him down but then gets back up again and grabs Cliff by the midsection oh. and starts melting through him he's not gonna last long there dude he's like that's not cool <laughs> Cut me in half, man. Yeah. So Elastigirl grows big enough to get up at least to see through the elevator shaft, and she stretches her big arm out and bops him in the melon. <laughs> That's a great face on him there. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> That's derp derp. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> so he grabs the baby rattle and zaps her with it, too, and she shrinks back down. But luckily, Mento's there to save her. Of course. I guess he... What did he do? He doesn't have his helmet on. That probably... Oh, but a second later, he does. <laughs> Maybe he caught her at the bottom. Oh, he caught her at the bottom. Her, yeah. Put her down, grabs the helmet, goes up the up the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is now working. <laughs> I'm so used to the decompressed stories these days. I can't, can't follow things anymore. That's right. That would have been a... Whole issue right there. (laughs) Okay. 
So he comes up and he's like, hey, you're a big man. I'm pushing girls around. Let's see you do against a full-grown man. <laughs> and dude just straight up laughs at him. <laughs> well, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> the one called Mento, master of mental energy. But huh, now you have met your own master, the baby rattle of dudes. <laughs> so they're having a zap fight. The zap sort of colliding in the middle and see who can get closest to there first. Oh, and Anthony Mandrez is very strong because it's getting closer and closer and closer and boom, it explodes his helmet. Too bad, so sad for you, but he's going to have to build a new one. Yes. Yeah. So Feast Boy finally gets in the action, <laughs> himself into a freaky-looking elephant. Uh-huh. And he uh, knocks him over. Looks like he gives him a hit, hits, 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 toss. Boom, on the ground. It's another wrestling on the ground. But Mandrath's got him by the tusks. Twisting his head around. He's like, ow! So he turns into a bird and flies away. Then he comes back and he turns from a bird to an eel and chokes Mandrath out. (laughs) (laughs) The slimy said you ain't see thing. Gasp, choking me. Gasp, get, get a hold of it. Look at the ears on that eel, man. <laughs> yeah, his wow, ears are as big as his head. <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. It's part of eel. <laughs> he looks yeah. like Alfred E. Newman right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get free. Bitter irony. Mandrith, the mighty to die from the slimy touch of a sea worm. <laughs> <laughs> and down he goes. Unconscious. <laughs> He's unconscious. Good. Read it quickly. He eats a tank. They just have one kicking around, I guess. Let's use, throw some wild parties. <laughs> you never know when you need a little ether. <laughs> that's not a little ether. That's a lot of ether. Does it smell like ether to you, man, <laughs> So they dose him up and they put him downstairs in the big... Roommates happen to have that fits giant sized dudes with shackles. <laughs> now, what does that say about Rita that they've got giant shackles in the basement? <laughs> and, and a lot of ether. What's <laughs> <laughs> just going anyway? Are you sure this is what? <laughs> Poor Rita. No wonder she was so angry in the uh, Giffen run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just didn't have time to get to the. Uh, <laughs> the chief's basement sex room. <laughs> oh, national bag. I'm going to think about that every time. I always see Rita like, Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Mento calls some dude. He resumes his campaign to free Beast Boy. And dude on the other end of the phone is super surprised. <laughs> He's like, what? We just married you. Sorry, Reed, I couldn't let, even let you in a secret. But you'll still have to keep it, Mom. I want you to keep that action against the altar going. Tell them that even though I'm dead, my estate is going to fight this thing through, and I mean fight. And Reed is beside him, tickling his cheek and looking yes. at him lovingly. She, she totally had some of that <laughs> She's like, <laughs> oh, Rita. There's somebody in my shackles. 
<laughs> anyway, Beast Boy discards his secret identity to return to what he laughingly calls home. <laughs> and puts on his dressing gown. <laughs> yeah, it is his half now. <laughs> what all the hip young beatniks were wearing in the 60s. How do you this where I was last night, you old geezer? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, your friend Steve Dayton is dead. How do you like that? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he gets a phone phone call, and I know that the estate is still going after him. And he's like, what? But he's dead. If the boy is taken from me, they'll discover that I've drained millions from his inheritance. They must be stopped, no matter how. Slam. He already tried larceny, bribery, kidnapping, and murder. What's left? Don't worry, he'll think of something. And it'll be in the very next issue. Woohoo! You betcha. The magic scooter. Swing with scooter. <laughs> Swing with scooter. Alrighty. Even worse given what we've learned this issue. <laughs> oh, I'll bet she does. I'll bet she does. I bet she swings. <laughs> Scooter. I don't think I have ever seen any of his books. I mean, I've seen ads, but I don't think I've ever seen the... An issue? An issue? I think I've seen one issue. I don't generally tend to look through the Silver Age back issues as much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing... I think that I've seen one at one point, but... Um, they just hard to find they're, like, they're like Archie Comics, right? So you just sort of read them and throw them away. Uh-huh. I'm sure they would be fun. Oh, someone cut something out of my book. Oh, really? Uh, I get the bottom of it. I've got the Batman-Hawkman team-up. Whatever was on top of it was super oh. important to someone. It was one of those Caps hobby things. Really? Yep. And they cut it out? Yeah, yeah, because it says cut out for your scrapbook. There's a line across right above where Rock and Batman are. It says cut out for your scrapbook. So I guess if you do a lot of models... Uh... Well, clearly someone was into modeling because I'm missing the model. Well, they really need to know how to make green lawns for my uh, model training table. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he he paints, the, paints the table green and sprinkles lots of green tinted sawdust, which he made in advance. Here's how. Awesome. A bucket of water, three caps of green food coloring, and two cups of fine sawdust. Let it set for about an hour, then drain it and let it dry. Excellent. Well, that's good to know. So there you go. There you go. I think now we have it in podcast form, so no one else has to cut out the That's right. <laughs> awesome. All righty. Well, I got the part where Batman and Hawkman are wrestling each other. Yeah, they're, they're having a knockdown drag out, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Oh, we have a backup story. Yes, we're back Finally. to yep. the private world of Negative Man. Yes. It looks like he's having a poop or something. Very like, <laughs> ah, constipated. It's hard to get Negative Man out of something. <laughs> he needs a little more fiber. <laughs> Got some prunes. That's right. That'll slide the negative energy right out of you. <laughs> okay, so he's talking yeah. to Aunt May. Sorry, his uh, mom. That's his mom. Yeah. I'm so glad you decided to return home instead of trying to force your way back into the outside world. <laughs> you get it wrong, mom. I'm still determined to be like everybody else, but be, that means being with my family. And that's you short in the electrical circuit 
was checks through the whole whole building as negative man. <laughs> Nothing wrong there. He's back again. He found the broken circuit, and guess where? Right in your own pop-up toaster. Not only that, but he repaired the short. Resto. Wow. He is amazing. Well, hits are back. Good grief, Larry. You could use that fantastic ability in a million ways. I can, but I won't. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, ha, wow, I'm really good at I'm really good at baseball. I could try it for major leagues, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> Make money on my off of my abilities? No, no, no! I say. Uh, I, I don't know. So he wants to. He wants to be a pilot again. All right. So he goes to the Explorers Club. Mister Harkness asked him to meet him here. He has a claw for a hand. And he lost to a Bengal tiger. That's right. When he's done in this issue, he hops on over to Dead Man for a couple of issues. <laughs> yeah. So he's bought a Pacific, a Pacific island rich in nitrates, but it can't be worked because of an active volcano. So you want me to cork the volcano with some low-level bombing? Tricky, but I can handle it. He's like, ah, ha, ha, that's fine. I'm going to do that. Yeah, he starts his studying... <laughs> oh, he finds out that four pilots have died trying to do the exact same job. He went up with the first plane, the pilot was killed in the crash, and Harkness lost his hand. What? That dirty fake, he lied about everything to track me into the deal. I'll kill him. <laughs> wow, that's it. You could just, like, not do it. Uh, <laughs> now that you know, I mean. He's got issues. <laughs> maybe he signed a contract already. Yes. Uh, it looks like a handshake, so I mean, I don't think... You can't go back think, on that. I think legally he could get out of it. Maybe. I don't know how the law well worked in the 60s, but... Anyway, so he goes back to Harkness' club room and kicks the door down. He's like, ooh, it's Larry Trainer, your private suicide squad. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. He's like, stop, I'll release you from your contract. You're free, forget about it. He's like, guess again, Buster. I'm going to do your dirty work. First to prove I'm a whole man, and second to wipe your fat nose in. <laughs> what was all that about then? Why did he just do that? <laughs> and then come back and kick his ass. <laughs> he's all crazy. He's crazy. Crazy on negative all, energy. Yes, he's all high on negative energy. So he's listening to the tapes of the old pilots, and then, of course, are we okay? 30,000 feet, or 30 feet above the target level. Now closing on, yeah, get hold of it! Everyone's the same. Perfect flight until the last second, and then, we search. I got it, I know what cracked up those ships. And <laughs> he throws the tape machine up into the air. So I'm not going to need those anymore. <laughs> destroys the valuable evidence of other men's deaths. That's right. Who needs these black boxes? <laughs> Off into the air. <laughs> so he calls his buddy Joe and says, I, I wouldn't let anybody but you prep my ship. He's like, I dig Larry, but I leave for Cairo tonight for three months. Wait a minute. A pal of mine, Charlie Link, can handle you. He's a top grease monkey. All right, if you say so. Uh huh. And his buddy Joe says, okay, I fixed it. You'll service his plane, but you swear he won't get hurt? 
Well, of course. You'll get your thousand dollars in the morning. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't sound like this at all. No, not at all. <laughs> Hint: If someone's paying you a thousand bucks to do something, <laughs> it ain't gonna so work out. Gonna someone's gonna get hurt. That's right. So next day, Larry's up, getting ready to get his his ship, and he gets in there. He's just wait. One thing, trainer: Are you sure this radioactive condition of yours won't affect the instruments? Not a chance. These bandages withhold every bit of radiation. They were tested a dozen times at the hospital. He's about to get in the ship, and fat boy with the claw says, Trainer, wait! Thank goodness. Don't make the flight. I don't want another dead pilot on my conscience. <laughs> He's like, whatever, buddy. I know something those dead men did know. So I'm coming back. Get that checkbook ready. <laughs> oh, he flies across to wherever this thing is. Not to be course. Something wrong with the radio compass. Radio locator gone haywire too. Why? There's one possibility. My own radioactivity is doing it. These experimental bandages could have finally weakened and leaked. Dr. Death was right. Flashback. <laughs> what was it that Chris Jimmy said? There's no place for a man like you in this world, Mr. Trainer. You can't lead a normal life, and the sooner you join me in my plan, the better you. Season. Try to turn back before. No, I won't. Maybe some other radioactive substance is doing this. Nigga man couldn't could find it soon enough. Go in, man. So he lets him out. Then he finds a little radioactive bomb. Time to go off out here and jam all my radio instruments. But I found it. Alright. Pitched it off the side, I guess. Yep. And he gets the volcano. Not smoking, it's just lying there waiting to kill me because my theory says it was the volcano that made these four planes crash. Huh. The volcano is so delicately balanced, the vibrations from the other plane engine set it off, and the blast of hot air will kick them out of control. So, my plan is to approach the old volcano without any vibrations to glide in. Tricky, but worth trying. So, he kills the engine, glides in, drops the bomb, whoosh, kafoosh, balloon. <laughs> And the job is done. Gets back to the uh, headquarters there, or back to the base. Trainer, you got it. I'm glad to see you. I believe you really are, because you profited only if I succeeded. But there's one crumb who could gain only if I failed. Yeah. Charlie, my substitute mechanic, you had the best chance to plant that radioactive material. He's like, why would I do that? <laughs> because behind this mask is Dr. Death. You said one day I'd become your partner, so you had to be sure I'd pay everything else. <laughs> and it did support him. Yes. Never reasoning, but we're not through yet, trainer. You'll never make it in the outside world. Sooner or later, you'll see that I'm the only man with you can do business with. I'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so Larry lets him go. <laughs> I guess we... Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't try to take him to jail or nothing. You <laughs> tried to kill me. You probably killed four other pilots. But hey. Totally. <laughs> On your way. You know, I'll give myself one last chance to make it on my own. If that fails, old cracklehead and I might as well move in without two deaths. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yes. That brings us to the letter page. What do we got in here? A little chat about uh, how this three-part story has been. What yes. Is, there's people complaining that it's continued. I don't like it. 
This guy liked it. He's like, gotta like it. Please note that this does not begin with the customary deer, due to the fact that you have violated what seems to be an unwritten law in comics. To wit, no one can write the perfect story, which your competitors have faithfully followed. My brother bought his first issue of Doom Patrol, and since I thought that was the best story I'd ever read, I bought the next one, which was perfect. So what did you do? You published 105, which was superior, and now I am forced to do the only thing I can, something I never suspected I'd have to resort to. I'm now subscribing to Doom Patrol. All right. <laughs> Way to lead in with the false uh, negative there, right? Good job, buddy. That's right. Greg, Greg Palmer from Spokane, Washington, if you were still listening. <laughs> Cheers to you, sir. That's right. You faked them out. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. And then we get the usual swap stop, stop stuff. Yes. <laughs> and from lovely little Elizabeth Kane, man, that Doom Patrol is boss, and Luis Boy is groovy. Keep grinding out those love scenes between Steve and that gorgeous chick Rita. They're fab, and please have them adopt our little sawed-off swinger. Oh dear, she's hip. <laughs> we think swinger. you're ring-a-ding, gal. Man, there's lots of swinging in this episode of the Doom Patrol. <laughs> That's right. We can't clue you in about Beast Boy because the Doom Patrol is chock full of surprises. In other words, damn it, she figured out what we're doing. <laughs> Time to switch. <laughs> switch up the stories. Yeah, exactly. Mm, what else? What oh, else? Right. That's it. Yep. You can learn how to be astronaut tough. <laughs> ben Rabuin. Top bodybuilding authority. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that's it. Or a model kits on the back. <laughs> oh. Spider Man, Cap, Superboy, and Superman. All right. Even Wonder Woman. Even fighting. Wonder Woman looks like an model. octopus. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. I'm not sure why she's fighting an octopus, but there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's what Wonder Woman does. Cool. cool. Alrighty, so that's it for this month. So we finally completed the saga of everybody being dead but not really being dead. That's right. Um, Last week we finished crawling from the wreckage. Everything's just wrapping start up. new stuff. Everything's yeah. wrapping up at the same time. What happened with Mandarin? They just left him. They left him strapped to the floor. The basement. <laughs> He's still chained to the basement. Oh. All right. Clearly, there are some plot threads that can be picked up upon. <laughs> but they won't. <laughs> you never we'll know. just assume that he's always in the basement whenever we see the whenever we see the trying parts. <laughs> we'll just you can just uh, fake in, pretend like there's little word balloons and say, "Help me, guys! Please, can I have some food?" Mantra demands it. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> All right. All right. So, well, we'll see you next week. Maybe, maybe we'll. Uh, oh no, next week is probably more. Two weeks. Yeah. We'll check in and see if we'll see Mandarin's still around. Basement. <laughs> we'll go for Mandarin. All right. So, in the meantime, you can send us an email at doompodtroll at gmail dot com. Or you can hop on over to our website, which is doompodtroll.com, and you can leave us a message on our uh, 
on our little website there. We got all the episodes up, and you can click on over there and comment away. Yes, please do. Yes, we missed you all. <laughs> yes, all you out there in Radio Land. <laughs> Internet's radio lens. That's right. That's right. The internet is the radio of the 21st century. Alrighty. We will catch y'all next week. Cheers. Bye-bye.